This year, our goal is for us all to know the biblical story. So each of our sermon series has been moving us chronologically through the biblical story. So let's uh, take a two-minute quick review and do a plot summary of the Bible so far. Ready? We started out talking about Abraham and his descendants and how they ended up slaves in Egypt until Moses and Joshua led them to the Promised Land where they lived under local rulers named Judges till they got themselves some kings like David and Solomon. Then the nation divided into two. Kings came and went in both kingdoms, and most of them made a mess of things. At the same time, God sent prophets uh, to point out how much better life would be if God's people just did things God's ways. But the people didn't listen. They ignored the needs of the poor. They worshipped idols and sacrificed their children to false gods. And for 500 years, the prophets warned them that if they kept that up, there'd be a disaster. Finally, God said, okay, if the only way to get your attention is if something drastic happens, so be it. So in 722 BC, the Assyrians wipe out the northern kingdom of Israel. And for a while, Judah, the southern kingdom, cleans up its act, but only briefly, and then they go back to their destructive ways. So in 586 BC, the Babylonians are allowed by God to conquer the southern kingdom, and the Jews are taken all the way to Babylon and held in captivity there for 70 years. It's called the exile. Well, after 70 years, the Persians wipe out the Babylonian empire and allow the Jews to return home and begin to rebuild their country. After that, the Bible falls silent for almost 400 years. There are no more prophets, no more miracles reported, but God was still active in the lives of individuals, helping people, comforting them, supporting them. Empires come and go, the Persians, Alexander the Great, and then the Romans. And then one night, in a barn in a backward part of the Roman Empire, a baby is born to a teenage peasant girl. God himself enters our world as Jesus to continue God's great pursuit of us. Well, Jesus grew up and, be and began the greatest revolution in history. Jesus was a radical, a rebel. Jesus was always doing the unexpected, curing the incurable, loving the unlovable, and teaching his disciples a radically new life of love. To those who thought God was angry and aloof, Jesus showed God to be our loving and intimate Heavenly Father. To those feeling smug in their self-righteousness, Jesus tore away their pretenses and showed their hypocrisy in public. Jesus was no Mr. Nice Guy, but Jesus is good. Jesus is love incarnate. His life and teaching changed the world forever. The best example of his revolutionary teaching is the Sermon on the Mount. Now, our sermon today will be a little bit different than normal. We're going to experience the radical teaching of Jesus by simply hearing it for ourselves. Just what he said to his disciples 
2,000 years ago. I thought it might be better in English. <laughs> As you hear Jesus' words, listen to his heart. Jesus exalts the humble. He's always gentle with the downcast, urging sinners like us to keep following God. And he challenges the mighty, warning them to repent from their pride and follow him. Throughout his sermon, Jesus focuses on our hearts, calling us to trust our loving Heavenly Father and to love others. Not because of any laws or rules, but because we are beloved children of God, because we know and follow our loving teacher, Savior, and Lord, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, open our hearts and minds to receive the word you have for each of us. Use the words of Jesus to comfort us where we need to be comforted, to challenge us where we need to be challenged, and to change us that we might be more and more like Jesus. Amen. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, his disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you, when people insult you, persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely because of me, rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. Do not think I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. 
But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Thou shalt not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. And anyone who insults a brother or sister will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled, and then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are still together on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and, the, and you may be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I tell you, that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away, for it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away, for it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go to hell. It has been said... Whoever divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, causes her to become an adulteress, and anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said to the people long ago, Thou shalt not swear falsely, but fulfill to the Lord the oaths you have made. But I tell you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is God's footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot even make one hair white or black. All you need say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You have heard it said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other cheek to them also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, give to them your cloak as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them too. Give to the one who asks of you, and from the one who would borrow from you, do not turn away. You have heard that it was said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. 
He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good. He sends his reign on the just and the unjust. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Don't even unbelievers do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Be careful to do your spiritual practices in front of others, not to do your spiritual practices in front of others in order to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room and close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen. And then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think God will hear them for their many words. But your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not look somber like the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. And if then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. 
Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, Solomon, dressed in all his glory, was not dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the unbelievers run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in someone else's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from the other person's eye. Do not give to dogs what is sacred, and do not cast your pearls before swine. If you do, they may trample them under feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who seeks finds. And to those who knock, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are sinful, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. By their fruit, 
you will know them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, and every bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out many demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rains came down, the streams came up, the wind blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams came up, the wind blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as the teachers of the law. Let's pray. Jesus, we want to know you deeply and to build our lives on you, our solid foundation. Holy Spirit, only you can make us the radical disciples Jesus calls us to be. We can't make it ourselves. Give us faith and courage to live as beloved children of our Father in heaven and to spread your revolution of love throughout our world. Amen.